everyone, I hope this message finds you well. I am going to be talking about being sent by God. Now, in this life, we like to think about our faith journey or just, uh, you know, a quest that we might be on in life for different things like that. Because there's something that speaks to the greater part of our lives that we just don't want to think that we live this life. We work a job. We make money. We just uh, buy things here and there. And then that's the end of our life. But God really has greater things for our lives. And out of Isaiah chapter 6 is going to be our passage that we focus on. And I want this to be a word of encouragement to people out there that are listening to this, that um, you understand that in your life, there are going to be things that God calls you to do. And when God calls you to do something, he is going to be sending you to do that. And we don't do it on our own strength. We don't do it on our own skill. But we do that in combination with God's grace upon our life and what he's calling us to do. But in Isaiah chapter 6, it's, it's this passage of scripture. It's familiar. But... Um, it's it's the word of the Lord comes to Isaiah and he's a prophet in this land and God is l looking for someone that he can use to reach his people and to accomplish his will and it gets to the point where I Isaiah is just overwhelmed by the presence of God he's standing in the presence of God he's thinking to my, himself just I mean, I, like he the word scripture says he says I'm ruined I'm, I'm, I'm no good I'm, I'm I'm undone I can't believe I'm in the presence of God because he knows the wickedness that is in his own life I think for all of us, right, there's areas of our life that we're not maybe proud of, but in light of God's presence, we just feel like that's even more magnified. But so this is where Isaiah is, but it gets to this point where uh, the, the angel of the Lord takes the coal and, and you know, it's, it's this uh, imagery that takes this coal and cleanses his lips and it's signifying that right, Isaiah could be in this, this space, the presence of God. But I want to focus on uh, verse 8 in chapter 6 by Isaiah says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. It's a powerful idea that God can use us to accomplish his will on this earth, that he wants to partner with us, that he's saying, I know there's imperfect people, but who will say, in spite of my imperfections, I want to be used by God. And I always tell people this, in, in the kingdom of God, the idea of being sent is always more appealing than the actually going. We like to romanticize the things of, of of God's kingdom where we feel like, oh yeah, well, if God wants me to do this, he's going to do this, or he's going to give me a sign, or he's going to do this. But there's times where God will speak it to you in your life, and you have to move past the idea of it, but the implementation of it. And so for for all of us today, uh, it's my prayer that, you know, that even after you listen to this word, that you take time to really sit and think about, what is God sending me to? What is God calling me to do in this life? Uh, or are you just falling into routine and rhythms that you're not really giving space for God to speak or God to move in your life? You know, a large part of you know, when we get into this mindset is that we just love our rhythms. We love our routines. We love not being interrupted. We love moving quick. We love, love moving efficiently. All those things, and those things are great. But my thought to you is that even in the midst of your own life and you're in the midst of your own struggles or your own schedule, can, are you able to say, Lord, if you have to interrupt my day to do something for you, so be it. Um, God might have you in lots of different spaces to be a blessing to someone. Because um, when we think about God using our lives, sometimes we have our own ideas of what that looks like. Well, it's going to look like this, or it's going to fit in this time schedule, or it's going to be this. But God doesn't move in our time constraints. He doesn't move in our convenience. But when there are needs around us, are we able to act on them? Uh, so when we think about our own life and how God uses us, sometimes we have our own perceptions, our own ideas. But God calculates that our strengths and our weaknesses. We also often look at just our strengths, but I can tell you that people on the come up, they, they never have their failures um, on, on the come up. 
right? It's when they hit this level of success, this level of comfort, that they feel like, I've accomplished it all, I've done it all, and they begin to lose focus. The eyes begin to wander. They begin to do questionable things. But when you really submit yourself to God, saying, God, whatever you have in front of me, I'm just gonna do it. I'm not gonna get caught up on just being comfortable. I'm not gonna get caught up on just my own selfish desires. But I want to say, Lord, you know my strengths, you know my weaknesses. You know the pace that I can sustain my character and my integrity to all stay intact. Um, you know, some of you in this life, you might feel like I'm in this place of being ready to be sent out to be used by God. Like there's great things coming for you on the horizon. Um, that's amazing. Some of you feel like, hey, I've already been sent. I'm in the middle. This is kind of a tough spot for me to be in. And that's your heart. It's, it's always hard no matter where you are. But what I like to tell people is the most important thing is God is with you. That you understand that it's not just you just being a great person, but that God is with you and his, his grace is sufficient for you. So wherever God is going to send you, wherever God has sent you, you have to realize that your mindset, your mindset changes, your friend groups change, your habits change. You can't go to new levels with old habits. That's just the reality. You can't hit new levels where if you just say, well, I'm just staying the same mentality. You gotta move in different circles to grow and to learn or else you just form what's called groupthink where you just say, well, I'm just keeping the, the same thought that everyone else has around me, right? For, even for me as a pastor, I have to get around people who you know, uh, are business-minded. I have to be around people who are pastors and who are further down the road than I am. I always like to tell people like, you know, no one's better than you in this this life. You know, it's not like, well, this person is more, uh, you know, closer to God or this or that. So I said, no one's better than you, but there are people who are further than you. And you have to realize that there are people who are further than you and who can you learn from that's further down the road from you. So when you think about this, when you're being sent by God, what does that look like? The two things I like to say, you have a, you decide your level of commitment and consistency. No one else can determine those things for you. There's lots of other things that are out of your control, but you can determine your level of commitment and your level of consistency. How committed are you to the things of, of God and saying, I know God spoke this to me, this is why I need to move in. How consistent are you on that commitment? So when you're, sometimes I tell people, you're committed to the idea of it more than the implementation. You're committed to the idea of, of following God and going to church and being involved and growing yourself. You're, you're committed to that idea, but not the implementation. Because when you think about the implementation, what does it look like to be a person who's growing closer to God? What does it look like to be um, a, you know, a trusted friend? You have to make those decisions and think through that um, and how you implement that daily because there's going to be things that you naturally do that you're going to have to undo. That you say that this is the way I think or this is the way I always move, but you have to stop and pause and really um, undo that kind of thought process. The other thing is, are you consistent enough um, just to be associated with a church, just to be associated with God? You say, well, I read my devos and that's you know devotionals in the morning and that's about it. Or I go to church you know when I can, but are you someone who's really committed? to what God is, is doing in your life. And so that's um, that's something you really need to process and think about yourself. So I like to think about it this way. You know, anytime that you have taken a trip and you fly somewhere, you know, when you're being, you know, you're going, you're traveling, you're being sent uh, for work or whatever it might be, um, the airport is one of those places that it's just not really a like a, a super comfortable place to be in, right? Now, some people might have the lounge passes, all those kind of things, and even uh, those things, like they're comfortable and they're nice, but it's not meant for you to stay there. You're in between your the spot you left and the destination you're supposed to be going. So I tell people, in this life, there are gonna be times when you feel like you're just stuck in a place uh, where it's just the middle. It's not home, it's not super comfortable, there's things that get you by, but that's not, home. It's not where you're meant to be. 
And if you're in that space today, I want to encourage you that um, God is always going to get you where you need to go. And in that journey, in that process, um, never be afraid to be used by God. Never be afraid to say, well, what if God doesn't come through like I think he's going to be? Is, is, is it going to make me look foolish for believing in God? Is God going to look uh, you know, foolish, so to speak? But I want to tell you this, that in your journey, always just have the mentality that Isaiah had. And I won't unpack his whole story, but you know, the message that he had to give to God's people, it wasn't, you know, it, it was a hard message to bring. It was not to people who wanted to hear it. And maybe God's asking you to do things that are, are going to be hard for people to hear, or it's going to be difficult for people to understand this life change that you're making. But I want you to know that God is with you and he is for you in these life changes, in these choices you make. So go forward with that commitment, that consistency to say, Jesus, I want to be sent by you. I know I'm not perfect. But what I can promise is that I'm going to live my life, uh, just live my life honoring you and giving glory to your name because you're worthy of it all. So listen, I pray you're blessed. I hope you have an amazing uh, rest of your week. And uh, just stay close to God. Stay in your word. Stay committed. Stay consistent. And you'll be amazed at the shifts and changes that God will make in your life. And God bless. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.